nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash the nerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode. Welcome everybody to the Nerdcore Live Show, episode 302, again on a Monday night, because, uh, yeah. Yeah. Once again, I was uh, busy on yeah. Sunday night. But no worries, this is your review of the Idol, episode 5, the season finale, or series finale. Series, back. definitely <laughs> series finale. Yeah. But, uh, of course, coming back. <laughs> this is uh, Eric Chicano here with my... Good old host, co-host, uh, Brad Young Yoda. What is up, everyone? Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. This is going to be fun. This is gonna be yeah. Fun. Oh. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the show is, but I guess we're here to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Brad, I know we already talked before this because we were doing a different review, but, you know, I got to do it. Brad, how are you today? Doing good. Doing good. Went to work a little bit. Um... I do want to say I didn't talk about the documentaries I saw before this. I watched three oh. wine documentaries. <laughs> they were all free. So it was like, okay. So it's called Psalm, S-O-M-M, and there's three of them. Okay. It, it basically uh, traces uh, the path for the first one's uh, sommeliers. They're trying to become master sommeliers, which is a really fucking hard test to pass. So it's following yeah. those people like four of them and only like six out of 50 passed that test. So it's crazy hard. And then you go into the second one and then it's got more of a history of the winemaking. And the third one's just another, another just pretty cool, like blind tastings and shit. So really interesting shit for free. Nice. Nice, man. Glad, uh, glad you, glad you like that, man. Yeah. That was good. I, I liked it so much. Um, I even got a, a subscription to somtv.com. Nice, nice. Which has um, a bunch of their documentaries on there. Shit, that's wild, bro. That is crazy. Um, I three didn't bucks. watch any wine documentaries, Brad, but uh, I have I did watch stuff for today. Um, I ever had to tell you, uh, the Criterion sale went live on uh, Friday, on June thirtieth, and uh, I decided on Saturday to go and see what was up with that. <laughs> I picked up one for Rachel. I picked up Petit Maman for Rachel, and then I got myself one, because right now it's only one. Uh, I'm going to do my 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 vlog there in the middle of the month and be, and be able to go pick up what I want. But yeah, I picked up Maholan Drive on 4K. Ooh. Yeah. You have an Ikiru yet? No, because you, you see right here. Look, let me tell you why. I was fully ready to just say, fuck it. I'm going to go and buy 
the uh, Kurosawa Blu-rays. Yeah. And then they made the fucking announcement that Akira Kurosawa's Dreams was hitting 4K. Mm. And I said, those fuckers. <laughs> yep. They're getting ready to start bringing some of his movies. Over there in Japan, they have his movies already going on 4K. They have seven is, samurai. Is Ron on 4K? I know that's not. Ron, yes, Ron is not on, by Criterion, but no, not by Criterion, but it is a, it's an okay, it's a good transfer, Brad. I think that it could use the cleaning up from Criterion, yeah. you know, but Criterion, get that fucking back. <laughs> I don't know how that works. And you know, I've heard probably. of Som TV. It used to be part of the Wino Max streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my Welcome, Stacy. But um yeah. I went to go check it out and yeah, you know, I was like, okay, I I was starting to like get restless and I was like, I don't know what I want to get. So then I was just like, you know what, bro? I've been putting down my home and drive forever. I've been saying, like, oh, I'm gonna get it. 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 Get it. So I just I got it. I was like, okay, I'm taking this one. But um yeah, that's all I got. I, that's all I got this time around. And um, yeah, I, I mean, what 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 do you want to get? What's the what's the number one thing? Uh, this sale, uh, Martin Scorsese's After Hours on 4K. Hmm. Yeah, which had been long rumored to be coming out, and they never announced it. Like this was, I'm talking about like years, like five, six years ago, Brad. There was a nice little rumor on the internet that said, "Coming to the Criterion Collection," you know. Is a Mars Corsese someday. Right? someday, right? And um, we never heard anything about it, and then they announced it for this month. So, um, yeah, that's the one I want. Uh, I do want to pick up a, uh, a box set for the, my reviews on the channel, uh, but I'm kind of not sure of which one I want to get right now. You know, in a perfect world, you know, I'd get that Pasolini box set. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect world where I make a fuck ton of money and I don't got to worry about rent. <laughs> yeah, no get that yeah that's not the world that i live in at the moment so um that's gonna have to wait for november yeah but um other than that like that's uh, i don't know there's other stuff that i'm looking at that i want there's that one film uh the ballad of, Gre- of gregorio cortez that i do want to pick up i want to want to get that one and watch it i just but, want to curse out box it that's what i mean yeah there's some, I will, there was i will a go into debt for that <laughs> i don't know how much i want to believe this brad but there's a guy on reddit that i was reading it said um, that he picked up the Akira Kurosawa 100 box set at Goodwill. Damn. Which is, I I, I think that's a fucking lie, Brad. That's, well, you, that's crazy. Like, unless, like, somebody didn't know what the fuck they had and they just gave it to Goodwill. I, dude, I doubt it, Brad. Like, somebody's grandfather died right. and they were like, oh, I don't know what the fuck this is. I need to look at Kurosawa. this. How, how much is that going for right now? Too much. <laughs> yeah. And that's just fucking DVD, bro. Yeah, just DVD quality. But um, yeah, this is eight hundred and seventy-five dollars, Brad. Cool. Oh my fucking god, bro. Cool. What? Oh, a new sealed, newly sealed, Brad. Get ready for this. Two thousand five hundred and forty-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Man, you really want those DVDs bad uh, enough? He's super considerate, bro. He gave us four thousand four hundred fifty dollars off, bro. Because oh. it was two thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Jesus Christ! How about uh no? No. I think I'd rather get dude. the four K Criterion cut of Soul playing there, Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> but like, dude, this thing is just. Oh my 
It was released in 2009. So, Brett, you probably at one point probably had the chance to get this if it was in 2009. But also, 2009 was recession time. <laughs> yeah. No, I was uh, 2009. Yeah, I was still in college. So, yeah. I had no money. I had beer money. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have no wine money. I had beer money. Yeah. But yeah, Brad, there's. Oh my God. That's just terrible, bro. That is just disgustingly high priced. Yeah. Yeah, two two grand for just DVDs. Yeah. I'm gonna wait. That most of them like okay, so some of these don't have a Blu-ray release, right? But like you know, this is crazy, bro. This is crazy, man. Like yeah, I'm 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 just gonna have to uh, just gonna have to buy the bootleg. <laughs> or just keep praying, right? Yeah. That, that maybe one day we'll get something, you know? Yeah. This is. Can I should I make an offer, Brad, and say like a dollar? <laughs> just piss the people off. Yeah. Actually, they probably don't even care. They're probably just like, uh, no. Yeah. The thing that sucks about like the ones that are being released in Japan is that they're only in like um in um in uh Japanese subtitles. Mm. So no English ones, but you know, eventually somebody's gonna make, you know, a nice little, you know, docking on, on the under sh- ship and that that you know that that boat will be available to watch in that quality, right? And you know somebody will end up making an English subtitle file for it. But um, yeah, just somebody make Ikiru in 4K, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, oh, Brad, who knows, man? Uh, for now, we just stick with what we got, right? You know. Yep. I only know if I understood how rights worked and all that stuff, I wouldn't be here talking about it. Actually, 4K digital transfer. Yeah. It's just not on a 4K disc, but... Yeah. That is a really clean-looking transfer. It's pretty, right uh, from from when I originally saw it? Yeah. Yeah. Really clean-looking transfer, Brad. Uh, but they, but... They, got a, they got a lot more uh, that need to be cleaned up for sure. Yeah, like uh, Dersu. Yeah, Dersu for sure. Dersu, I live in fear. Um, a lot of that, like... Derisu wasn't like early, but it was like in the middle of his career. But like some of that early work, like uh, the like one wonderful Sunday, like could use some cleaning up. And yeah, and yeah, one wonderful Sunday doesn't look like it's in a 4K. No, it's like I was like, that's such saying? a good that it's one wonderful Sunday never gets talked about. That is an underrated Kurosawa movie. Yeah, clock, like I always say, the clock is ticking. If we want to make sure that these films are preserved for years to come, we need to act fast and we need to like start getting these cleaned up and the thing that always what's it called stalls these things are rights issues and as alfonso cuaron said sometimes distributors distributors are the real enemy of the progression of cinema mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my god uh man all these samurai movies not 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 even in english might as well just donate it who'd want it anyway oh my god oh. who want it anyway yeah but um Brad, I, I think we could just stop stalling. We can just go ahead and go into this, right? This yeah, might good. as well, because it'll probably take about 15 minutes to talk shit about this show. <laughs> yeah. All right, Brad. That's if anybody's right. wondering how we felt. Yeah. So, if you are some of the people out there who have not seen episode five of The Idol, you probably want to get out of here if you care about spoilers. But if you don't care about this show, you don't care about spoilers. Or you've already seen this episode, which I feel really bad for you. 
then you can go ahead and stay. Either way, help. Any of that goes. This is your one and only spoiler warning. And it is, in effect, in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> the Idol episode five, titled Jocelyn Forever. While planning a showcase for her upcoming tour, Jocelyn begins to take control of the relationships around her. Much to Tedros, Tedros's uh, dismay, later a meeting with Jocelyn disrupts Nikki's plans for Diane as disturbing news about Jocelyn's ex emerges. <sighs> Red. Still the same thing. Re uh, directed by Sam Levinson. Written by Sam Levinson, The Weeknd, and Reza Fahim. Edited by... Uh, Who the fuck is it? Edited by the studio. <laughs> yeah, edited, by, edited by Warner Brothers Pictures. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brad. I am not doing this one first. I did the last one. Brad, what is your initial thoughts on episode five of The Idol? This is a mess. It, it started as a mess. The show ends as a mess. There, there will not be... I'll say it right now. There's not going to be another. No, there's not going to be a second season of this. Like, if there is, then I'm not watching it. I'm sorry. It's just, <laughs> it's bad, and it just got worse with the studio putting their hands in there and trying to tamp things down. Um, but yeah, this show is something that never knew what it wanted to be, and it just kind of shows in this when they're like, oh. You know, we're gonna we're gonna put a twist on it. And he wasn't really an abusive boyfriend. Jocelyn was always in control, and it's just like, what, <laughs> what, what, what? It's like, what? Oh, you the hairbrush was like, you know, like he spanked her for like twenty minutes with that damn thing. He didn't notice it was like, like a like a, a new one. Like maybe, like I, I'm not buying this bullshit. And then, like, like, so she owns him, and it's just like, um, okay. No, this is a show that didn't know how to begin, didn't know how to make it through the rest of the series, and especially did not know how to end. And with the studio coming in and editing it to hell and back, especially in this last episode, it's a mess. And it was, um, it wasn't even funny how much of a mess it was. It, it just sucked. Um, I echo these same sentiments as Brad here. This episode was dog shit. I hate, I hate, 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 hate when studios do this. You cannot tell me if you watch episode one of this show and you watch episode five, if this is the same show. The internet chatter got to the studio, they got to WB, and they ordered, they probably ordered Sam Levinson to go back in there, re-edit episodes four and five, three, four, and five, so that way it could end in the fifth episode. Yep. Cutting out completely the sixth episode. Because there is so much shit that is left out of fucking context once we get into this episode. I'm just left baffled. I'm like, what do you mean that, you know, we're coming in here and like, oh, now we're going to perform because we're going on tour. 
What do you mean that Jocelyn now has complete control over Tedros? Yeah, and he's just a drunken mess over there. He hasn't been a drunken mess this whole fucking show. He's been in control pretty much the whole time. Like, it goes completely the other fucking way around. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, Stacey, yeah, it's kind of Game of Thrones season eight-ish where... But the thing is, initially, Game of Thrones was shot like that. It was shot like that. This was not. This was six episodes with six scripts for each episode. Yeah, one true. episode for each, each ep- one script for each episode. You cannot look me in the eyes and tell me that they didn't do that. And then that last episode, this last episode, the, the editing is horrid. Oh, it's edited just so haphazardly. And you just go from point to point to point to point and it's like i don't i don't know why why is he meeting with her like with with the 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 uh the writer for two seconds and then bah, the they were they were at the arena Eddie? and then then they have the nerve just to do a six weeks later it's like they're like what happened between the six weeks tedros just like not in the house like is he dead i think it would have been better had you killed him because you would at least have balls there. That's what I figured what Haim was referring to when he said plan B. Well, that's what I figured Haim, yeah, plan B, I'm the hunter. Like, I'm telling you, they, 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 I think they edited it to bring back Tedros and have this bullshit. Jocelyn was always in control. She didn't have a mental breakdown over her mother. She, She was playing this dude from the beginning. They edited to have it like that, where I think originally Tedros was meant to be dead. Yeah. Meant to be dead. Uh, Jocelyn takes control back over her life. And yeah. just, it's just, oh my God, man. I fucking hated this episode, Brad. It's I bad. hated this episode. I, you, you know, I, I thought I thought in the beginning, like, you know, when they kind of get the group together and the singing, the singing, Chloe, Chloe's singing is fucking amazing as always. Yeah, Susanna's but, song but, is incredible. But other than that, but like right after that, it just goes straight fucking into the ground yeah. and continues to dive deeper to the center of the earth of how shitty this is with bad editing which is bad story and with an ending of like oh he wasn't the abuser jocelyn was always in control and it's what like what part what man. part of the previous episodes with jocelyn ever in goddamn fucking control you assholes but like i said this is where i go where i go to it where it's like WB went there and it was like, okay, this is get like, and I'm okay, guys, I'm not confirming anything. I'm just saying that this is probably what I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess to happen. Seeing all those comments, they kept seeing the terrible reviews on IMDb, Ron Tomatoes and everything. And they're like, okay, this is just looking really bad for us. We just literally launched this subscription service with this being our first major show. You need to just wrap this up. Like we'll, we'll just erase this from the history and say that like, this is what we launched max with. We're going to wait for like, God knows what's next and launch it with that. Like, we're we're, we're through with it. Then probably four to five months from now, Idol will not be on (laughs) Max. It'll be gone. No. Um, And then I hated what they did with the whole plot, the the, what's called the whole story with the ex. Like, I'm not saying that that wasn't supposed to be in there. That probably was a big part of. No, no, I I mean, like, it was was totally to make Tedros jealous, I'm sure. But then you have the whole. Like he just raped someone and he's gone, and then we never had closure on Here's that. Here's the thing: is that yes, episode four could have gone with that. Episode five, 
concentrates on the fact that you know that that Tedros has completely betrayed uh, Jocelyn, and maybe there's where you can finally have it. The split happens. Jocelyn regains control. Six is about like how she's you know trying to better her life and doing all these things, and like she's able to get up on that stage. And you just probably end it with Tedros being on that stage. It's like, you know, like I want to, what's it called? Uh, thank you all. And like everything he's just looking at as he's just completely collapsed his life. And he's, he's done. Like, yeah. I don't get in that. Oh man. I hated this fucking episode, Brad. I no, hate no, this I, I'm episode. telling you, it should have, it should have ended. I mean, the one good part was the whole Haim telling his story to Tedros. That was like the one good part in this. I yeah. thought that was pretty fucking good um recreating the big bad wolf there yeah. but it ended so poorly because he didn't kill the guy no no like like what was plan b then was it just to throw him back at the house and not expect him to come back and just like make tabloid shit about him was that plan b <laughs> it'll be on pluto tv in a couple of months i i it, fully expect that it makes no sense that. the the story like from he goes i'm the hunter to what he just releases him back to the wild and does and for that six weeks, does Tedros not try to get back to the house, to his people, all that shit? And then they just write really bad stuff in in publications about him. That's yeah. that's fucking bullshit. And look, I get it. Like that ending is like, oh, like like the uh, Finkelstein is mad. You know, Nikki's mad. It's like, yes, I think from the beginning, those were the ones who were preying on Jocelyn the most. Like they yeah. don't actually kind of give a shit about Jocelyn. No. They just want to make money off of her. No. And you can display that message. Just fucking differently man like just or just give us a progression to that i probably wouldn't have mind this ending as long as we got a full progression no, into that no, and here's here's another thing I, I think they changed when she goes storming into the record manager's office yeah that was her fucking telling her to fuck off and she quit and she's taking all her shit yeah. somewhere else on her own that was what that was or sure. let, let me or let me let me go ahead and put it out there. That's when she probably went to go complain about what they did to screw her over with Diane. Diane. Instead of just shoehorning it at the end and be like, oh, somebody legal shit about and then writing. Diane going, it was Jocelyn. It's like, no shit, it was Jocelyn, you dumb fuck. <laughs> it does it wouldn't take a fucking degree to realize that yes, it is Jocelyn. Yeah. Like, but we of course we have no idea or no context to who did that. All, because all, they don't all go we... in the meeting. They don't show the whole shouting match that probably fucking occurred from Jocelyn. They just edited that away. Yeah. This, this episode was terrible, Brad. I am. I'm, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like this was. It was terrible. Any part in anyway. any part in episode four or two that even showed anything about possible good series coming out of this, completely thrown out the window. To go ahead and make wrap it really and, fast. In and this every episode. everyone is going to blame the weekend. They're going to blame, blame Sam Levison, The weekend And look, yeah. this is where I leave it, Brad. This is where I leave it. If you have the balls to put the money for this, you have the balls to shoot this. You have the balls to look at this and say it's ready to go up. Have the balls to leave it as it is. Oh, yeah. I, I, and I mean, if you think you're failing, just fail all the fucking way. And that's why, like, look, contra like, I get it, y'all. I know how y'all felt about uh, Game of Thrones. They never would have done this on Game of Thrones. No. They said, okay, we know that y'all are hating this season. We're just going to finish it up. Yeah. We're going to finish so it up you, and we're going to move gonna on. you hate what you're going to hate. I, I, I mean, th and that's that's what happens when you have uh, fans direct your movies, basically. Yeah. I, I mean, th there are times when it's a good thing, like the whole Sonic fucking image. 
but usually it's bullshit. You can't cater to the fans because all the fans have different opinions and they don't know what the fuck they want. So or at least this, like, like, okay, I get it. You hate, you hate, you you read these things and you already made up your mind that you hated the show and you're hate watching it and you're complaining and complaining and complaining. Cool. Finish up the show. Let them let them voice their opinion, but at least you know, like, hey, we put it out, it's out there, they finished it. Like, let them just go ahead and, and keep talking. Yeah, and don't end on a bullshit premise such as this. But yeah, and- but now what you do is just pour more gasoline onto the fire. Yeah. Like, oh, instead now the conversation goes to, oh, not only was Sam Levinson's what's called show terrible, but WB fucked it over too. And they make the, <coughs> the hate probably redirects over to, to WB now. Yeah. But um, Brad, what are your, what are your, uh, what's your final verdict on, the, uh, on Jocelyn Forever, episode five of The Idol? <sighs> What's the lowest we can give it? I'm only I, I'll give you my reasons as to why I'm gonna give it the rating I'm gonna give it. I mean, but what's the lowest we can go? Is it a zero? Is it a one? Out of ten. Out of ten, you can go straight 0. 0.5, 0. 0.75, 0. 0.25. <clears throat> I like the one scene with Haim and Abel or Tedros. I like that one scene. I think that's the only saving grace. It made Chloe singing in this. I think that's only seven grace, so I'm gonna give it a two out of ten. I'm going to give Idol, the Idol episode five a one out of ten. I like the you know how they showcase the talent of Chloe, Isaac, um, even Xander. Yeah, and I kind of like that idea of like, oh, Xander's such those... a piece of shit though in this. Too. Yeah, and I know, and I don't understand why that was where we went, but um, I like the idea of like, hey, we're just gonna build our like this new family around all of them, and it's cool, and I like that. I just hate how we get there. That's it. That's all I gotta say. It's it bad. Jocelyn and Robin levels. Like I said, Chloe and uh, that that Heim uh, Tedros interaction was the only fucking thing. But they didn't follow up with the Heim Tedros interaction. No. You made yeah, Heim look seen... like a total fucking sissy at that point. Yeah, I. Like what and was Plan just... B? Plan B also like oh. okay, and then the fucking writer just automatically shows up from Vanity Fair. It's like. I don't know. Ah, oh, I'm that's, so. That's a shitty plan I'm B. So you literally had this guy walked off by two securities. At first, I'm like, you know what? How I would have wrote this? They drown him in that fucking pool. Yeah. They literally hold him down and drown him in that fucking pool. <laughs> and you don't even have to show it. You just have to show some splashing, and then just they're just holding it, and that's it. <laughs> and throw him in the truck, and then he's out in the desert somewhere. Yeah. Well, Brad. That concludes our review. Oh wait, I'm sorry. So overall, the series, Brad, how much are how are we gonna do this? What do you what do you give this? What do you there give? There was this only series? one good episode in it, right? That was that was two. I'd say two. That was really the only good episode, which got an eight. Um, the rest were into the three, four category, and then this ends with the two. So overall, maybe a four. I'm giving this a two out of ten, but I just despise everything that this last this episode. Are you just going about off the ending, like how it ended? I'm basically? I'm going about the ending. I'm going about how I felt in the first episode and how the middle of this of this season felt, and just the way they just completely screwed over this whole I mean, show by yeah, cutting it down. Like this I, is a two out of ten. I'll give it. I'll give it a three out of ten. Yeah, I gave it. I gave it a one beautiful one star on on serialized. Yeah. Yeah. This is shit. Oh. Like this. Uh... <laughs> There's no way there's a second season. That's all I gotta say. 
Yeah, no, we're done. We're done with this show. This show's <laughs> done. Um, Sam yeah. Williamson's going to go back to working on Euphoria season three. Yeah, and um, and yeah, I we'll think Stacey's right. We'll see this on Pluto TV or on uh, you know, a few other locations. Probably not it's mentioned. I doubt off. it. I doubt it gets a DVD release. Uh, <laughs> gonna get I don't know who would want to collect this right fucking off. show. Yeah, this is getting taken down for a nice tax write-off. Just go watch Entourage, guys. It's basically kind of the same thing without the shittiness for most of the part. I mean, there is shittiness to it because it's Entourage, but it did have like eight seasons. Well, that concludes our review of The Idol. I'm out of here because I have to use the restroom, and I can't believe that I even held it for this long to have to fucking do this review. So just keep up to date with all of us here, y'all, all what we're doing here at thenerco.com and on all our socials. And just uh, just we'll be back on Friday for our review of uh, Secret Invasion Episode 3, which is doing pretty good. And I hope I do not have to repeat these sentiments with that show. Um, yep. But, you know, I haven't been steered wrong <laughs> with them, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, but that's about the only thing that we got planned. Um, I was looking at the other shows that we have available, like episodic shows. Not it's nothing until Ahsoka comes out. Uh, we could always do um, what's the bear? Yeah. Well, we just probably have to do it like the good old days, right, Brad? Just follow, finish the season, and do it just a season review for yeah, those type of shows. Yeah. We'll keep you all updated on what we're gonna do, but we'll see you again for the live show on Friday. So, Brad, get him out of here. All right, our only meeting host as always. Thank to Stacy for joining us in chat. Thank you to all our listeners out there, all our patrons, boards. We appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, in this episode, um, I guess on to the next one because screw this show. Young Yoda out. Bye, everybody. Piece of shit.